regular catch-up with National Party leader Christopher Luxon for 2023. Morning, Christopher. Morning, John. Happy New Year to you. You hope too. You a good break. I had a great break. Thank you. I hope you did as well. Now, I'm going to be upfront yeah. and honest with you. At the start of the show, um, I said that at Dhrathana yesterday, you looked like a fish out of water. I also said that if I, I went to Dhrathana, I'd probably look like a fish out of water as well. You didn't look terribly comfortable from what I saw. And I'm curious, oh. I'm curious to know why, why you took the opportunity to talk about co-governance in that setting. Yeah, look, actually loved um, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was a, no, honestly, I, I thought it was fantastic, and mm. I really did enjoy it. I was very warmly welcomed, um, and I was I was just um, you know I was something I wanted to go to for some time, and it was fantastic to be able to be there. And you know, the spirit of which I was raising the issue around co-governance was just to say, look, we've had a government that's actually taken a word called co-governance. Um, it looks like it's being uh, put into slightly different context from what we understood it to be about, uh, and it hasn't been clear with the New Zealand people about that. It's a constitutional issue. You should be straight up with the New Zealand people on constitutional matters. Uh, make the case, spend the capital, take them with you. Uh, we saw Georgia and Doug Graham do that on treaty settlements, and, and that's been, by and large, a, a very successful process um, as a result. Um, but that was my key challenge, and so I wanted to be really clear. We don't we don't support um, the co-governance of public services, and, and it was doing that because it was raised with me on the marae, um, and I also was making sure that I was not being disingenuous about not being clear about our position. What's, with, with, I'll tell you, well, you'll get points for that. What's your definition of co-governance? Because I think a lot of people struggle to even understand it, let alone define it or describe it. Well, that, that's exactly the point I'm trying to make, which is that the government has been in power for six years. Yes, I know, you've, um, made, you've made that point, yeah, but, yeah, but, 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 but what's but, your description of it? I understand it is, is this, is look... In the, in the context of, we used to call, use the word co-governance or co-management uh, in the context of local iwi working with local government to manage local natural resources in the context of treaty settlements. If you think about, um, say, Lake Ellesmere with Naitahu working with local government uh, in the management of, 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 of Lake Ellesmere, um, you know, that, that's a good example of that. There's many of them up country. And by and large, uh, they have worked pretty well uh, and been very effective. In fact, Māori have had a, a really good contribution to make around the management of those natural resources. So that's how we understood it. And in essence, that is consistent through the lens of Article 2 of the treaty, which is essentially saying Māori have authority over their land and local taonga, uh, and, and, and it's been bounded around that natural resources and treaty settlements. What we've started to see happen, and that's where the confusion's coming, is the government starts talking about... Um, uh, co-governance with respect to public services. Now, public services are things like education, health and infrastructure and justice systems, which are, you know, we have one government in New Zealand. Uh, those public services are delivered and accountable to all New Zealanders. Uh, and um, it's important that their needs are met through those services. And so from my perspective, there's a principled reason that to say for uh, national delivery of public services, um, we don't need two separate systems. We have one system under one government. That system can have enough innovation in it where we can use Māori providers and uh, local community providers to provide school lunches or to do yeah, Māori no, I, yeah, I've, got, I've, I've got that, Chris, but, but, but you still haven't defined co-governance. Well, the, 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 as it was understood in our previous, it was co-governance was about the joint management of natural resources uh, done by, uh, under, undertaken by local iwi and local um, government. Right. So you're saying you you would be comfortable, for example, co-governance on the new water authorities, but you wouldn't be comfortable with IRD having co-governance? Um, no. Uh, yeah, well, yes, I'm, I'm comfortable with um, joint management. 
impact of uh, natural resources, um, as we've done through many treaty settlements up and down the country. What I'm not comfortable with is um, co-governance or two separate systems emerging for healthcare. Okay, but what? Um, you're, but what? Maori hold on. Authority derives into. But what you're um, hold on. But what you're saying, Christopher, sorry. is you're saying uh, Maori's place is management, not governance. Sorry, it's broken up there, but John. Oh, okay. So what? You, so you're saying Maori's place is management, not governance. No, Māori need to be involved to many New Zealanders in the decisions that we make around the country. But what I'm saying to you is I do not want to see two systems for the delivery of public service emerging. We have one country. We have a single system for delivery. We target people on the basis of need, not ethnicity. We will partner and work with Māori and other community organisations uh, who are often on the ground and are more local that can actually understand the issues and actually deliver much better. Think about, for example, one healthcare system that managed to deliver a COVID res- vaccination response, working with um, organisations that could get to Chinese New Zealanders, Free Pacifica, great uh, community organisations that could do that job much better than the government could centrally from Wellington. So all I'm saying is in the delivery of national public services, we need to make sure that we don't end up or creating two systems that end up competing, driving massive bureaucracy and and amalgamation into Wellington, and as a result, not getting improved outcomes. What we need is improved outcomes for Māori and non-Māori. That review that was done of National's huge loss in the the election uh, came out with some recommendations, one of which was National needs to focus on Māori. How does what you said yesterday fit with the recommendations from the review of National's hiding in that election? Well, we, we have, um, I believe fundamentally that the Treaty of Waitangi is a founding document of New Zealand. I think it was designed to actually bring us together as one people, uh, not to create two separate systems. There are obligations on, on, on parties around that, and that treaty gives us quite good clarity around Articles 1, 2, and 3. And uh, I appreciate there's different interpretations of them, but you know that, that gives me a very good starting point, I think, and that's a good point. Oh. My conversation today is making sure that we have a little bit more sophistication and a bit more intelligence. As to, and, and what I'm trying to say is, look, I'm being quite definitive. I just don't don't want to see two systems emerge under the delivery of public services. All right. Um, do you think Labor's going to put tax cuts on the table? I don't know. They've opposed our thinking around tax um, over the course of this year, so it would be you know, quite a big uh, U-turn from them. But, you know, the, our view is that we're the part tax, the other party are high tax, they spend it. Um, we <laughs> want to be able to get Kiwis to keep more of their own money in their own pockets. They'd, bra- they, they would br- they, you, they'd brass you off if they did, wouldn't they? <laughs> I mean, look, I mean, I, well, I mean, I'm just more interested in how we help New Zealanders, because at the moment I can tell you they've come back from Christmas, they've mixed out the credit cards, they're signing up school uniforms and, and stationary costs, uh, food prices are at an all-time high, um, and actually, you know, it's going to be a very challenging year, and people plan to reduce the cost of living, they need to raise incomes, they need to restore law and order, and they need to focus on better education and healthcare delivery. All right, I'm sure you need to move on. Um, in a, in a, let's try and get it into into one word. Can, can you describe Jacinda Ardern's legacy? Um, um, I think the way she handled the... Oh, I think the, the old um, word count machine interrupted because he went beyond one word. Christopher Luxon, if you are still on the line, thank you very much for your time. We will catch up in a fortnight. It is uh, 17 to 10. News Talk said we can be more. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. 
And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.